live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network. Here's the 3-2. Got him! Look it! And the inning is over! <laughs> Look at the Sandman! He is fired up! It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Little blooper towards second, and a reaching, diving catch made by wow. Diego. Wow. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Or sound off on the law offices of Rod Polston Tax Resolution line at 405-329-9000. Wait, he oh. blasts one to left, hits deep, track, whoa, go! Swung on and driven to left and deep, and it is gone! It's a walk-off grand slam for Peyton Graham, and you can unhitch the wagon! What a comeback! Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Here comes Jimmy. Nice-year-old step and flips it with the left hand on the left side. 45 for Jimmy Butler. They win this thing 115-105. This one, like the last one, belongs to the Heat, and they're up 2-0. To the right side, Noel won't shoot it. Zeros on the clock. Streamers from the Raptors. The Grizzlies have even up the series at a game apiece. 124-96. Rebound Larry Nance. Celebrate, boys. Dribble this baby out. Enjoy this one. Oh, my heavens. We are coming home, tied at one. First pitch to Pettis, squares the bunt, runner takes off, throw down to second base. Here comes Squires home, the throw home, and he is safe. They double steal, and it's eight to five. Three days to the spring game. Just remind y'all, in case any of you forgot, have amnesia. Oh, my heavens. Good. That's good. That's a good thing. All right, good morning, everyone. T-Row in the morning showtime on a Wednesday, April 20. Toby and TJ with you. Good. That's good. That's a good thing. On the ref, the home of Sooner fans, we're brought to you every day by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. So, TJ, last night I'm driving to Norman, and I thought, I'm going to see what the, because uh, you've been posting our show on the podcast site uh, for a while now, I think. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm going to listen back to the first hour of the show today, see what it listened to. So I, I dialed it up, I popped it on, and it's funny because you have to take the music out. Correct, for, right. Uh, I, I don't know, so we don't have to pay for it or whatever. Yes. And... um so it's just it's dead air in the beginning where the music's playing. I'm just letting the music play. It's just like these giant gaps of dead air there. Yeah, and normally I cut those gaps out. And I, I oh, dude. it's funny you listened yesterday because I went and I posted it and then I was sitting there and I'm like, and I only had hour one yesterday. I had a, uh, you had completely thrown me off my game yesterday. I forgot to record hours two and three. So only hour <laughs> one's there to, from yesterday. I apologize. 
But even posting it, I forgot to go and take that gap out. Normally, I clip that gap out okay. where if you let the music play. It was funny. I was like, <laughs> what's going on? I was looking at my phone. I was like, did it stop playing? Right. And then I started talking, and I was like, wow, that was weird. And just, then it dawned on me, oh, there's no music Just here. editor but, error. I didn't take out that gap well, yesterday. you got to focus up. Sounds like you were really unfocused yesterday. Um, Apparently so. Apparently so. Okay, that's all right. That's all right. I was a little bit annoying yesterday, so it could be partly me to blame. We did, we did a deep biographical dig on you yesterday, so I don't blame you for being a little uh, dismantled. Probably even slept really well last night. I actually Might did, have cried. Yeah. Might have cried a little bit, and that's fine if you did. There, there, was, uh, a, there was some anger yesterday, some issues that I had to deal with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a long afternoon, yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, we'll try to do better today. Uh, every every show here in the morning brought to you by our friends at Extreme Outdoor Equipment, XOE. We got stuff to do. We got stuff to talk about. We had Brent Venables and Dylan Gabriel meeting with the media yesterday. OU baseball wins last night. ORU beats OSU in 12 last night in Stillwater. Uh, NBA playoffs, OU softball on the field tonight. Spring game quickly approaching, NFL draft quickly approaching. As you can tell, lots to do. TJ, good morning. How are you on this hump day? It's already been quite the morning, and it's only 6.08 in the morning, but um, I'm here, I'm a survivor, and uh, I'm just glad that I was able to uh, make it out of the house and, and be here with what you happened? this morning. Uh, washing my face, brushing my teeth this morning, and uh, so I've been over at the sink and you can see, like, back behind me on the ground what was no less than a six-foot spider Whoa. coming right at me, to which I... Oh, uh, <laughs> my heavens! <laughs> to, to which I <laughs> jump and try not to scream like <laughs> the rest of a that. A six-foot spider. Least, at least six foot. Jeez. And so I spin around to the towel, dry my face, and the spider's gone. And I'm like, oh, man. Oh, it's, that's the worst. It's, it's positioning itself to take me out. It's going to be him or me. It's going to have babies. Uh, somewhere, something. And then uh, I spot it again. It's trying to sneak up on me from behind, and I swipe the toilet paper and, bam, scoop him up and into the toilet he goes. So I survived. I made it. But I didn't know for a little while if I was going to. So I'm here. I'm here. It's quite, I hate it's quite the morning. I hate spiders. I hate snakes. You can call me unmanly if you want. I hate them both. But it's, again, like one of those weird things about human beings that I'm looking forward to asking the big man some days. Like, how come we live with dogs of all sizes, certainly capable of taking a chunk out of my arm at any time? But some animals just give us the creeps, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, like a spider is way smaller than a dog. It also bites, and it scares. That bite scares us way more than a dog bite does. Uh, but for some reason, snakes and spiders just really creep. Well, us we out know some humans. snakes and spiders are obviously poisonous. The majority of them you encounter in your house aren't. Yeah. But we, I think that's in the back of our mind. Is that a poisonous one? It's going to kill me. Yeah. Pretty much every one you're worried. Once I dried my face, you know, from the water that I'd washed my face with and stuff, um, not quite six foot. It may have only been a five foot spider, but it looked much bigger with my, uh, you know, while I was been over at the sink. So. 
did you say, Katie? No. Katie! No, but I almost, when I first caught it and I saw it like running across the floor right behind me in my, you know, <laughs> just my, you know, side vision, I'm like, I, I did almost like uh, let out a little oh bit of Oh my heavens. <laughs> I'm glad you're alive. I survived, though. I made it. And did you find the spider and dispense yes. of it? I, I found the spider, grabbed the toilet paper, uh, scooped it up, crushed it, and flushed it. Crushed Ooh, it, flushed it, re-mushed it. <laughs> I can't. I I'm kinda, can't think of words like that one guy thought of. Was <laughs> re- re-locked and restocked. <laughs> re-mushed it. Oh man, that's pretty good. Well, that's pretty manly right there. Killing a five-foot spider to protect your family is pretty manly. Way to go. Thank you. Thank you. Way to go. Yeah. How about your day yesterday? What else? Did you, anything to tell me about today on your Tuesday? No. I got frustrated yesterday with something uh, that I no, knew was coming no. but um, no. can't avoid it, and it's got to be. There's nothing we can old do age. about it. But old age, that's it. Midlife crisis? No, it's, it? it's stupid, and I knew I was going to get frustrated over it. So... Robinson and thirty five has been Mexi under pizza? <laughs> no. Robinson and thirty five has been under construction for like two years. It's been this long project of widening and making turn lanes, and but in that process, they have removed a light during that time. Uh, so you have back to back lights. You have the interstate light, and then another light just right past the Waffle House and Seven Eleven stuff that sits right there on the corner of the highway. Oh, that, I got you. You're on the other side of the highway. I'm with yeah, you. Now. I'm going. Yeah, go yeah, ahead. Yeah. Yep. Back and that back light's lights. been turned off. And man, traffic has flowed. It's been so nice with just the one light. And I told Katie a while back, I was like, they're almost done. They're going to open up that lane, or those streets, and that second light's going to be turned back on. Sure enough, it was turned back on yesterday. And I appreciate the The construction looks great, all the widening, the turn lanes. But we're right back to where we were with those double lights right there. Everything is just backed up. I was. Uh, it took me on my drive this morning. No traffic, but that one light throws everything completely off now that it's back. And it took me about four or five minutes longer to get to work. So I'm going to have to readjust my whole life. That light's on, but I know they can't do anything about Climax. it. It's a side road. People live on those roads. they got to be able to have access to get onto Robinson. I know that Stupid light's got to be there, but, no, boy, it's been nice while that lights. road's been shut off for the last <laughs> year and it's a half or so. the man trying to keep you down right there. That is. That is. I'd complain to the police if I were you. I get so angry over that light. This is before construction and now after construction, and I shouldn't let it. I mean, it's always been there. It's always going to be there. But, man, that light frustrates the you-know-what out of me. Really, I'm a mild-mannered guy for the most part. I get really frustrated by, I don't know what to call them other than dumb lights, because you have the smart lights. Almost all uh, traffic lights now are smart lights. Where they'll change like they, pretty quick for you if you're the only one at the intersection. Right. They, yes. they sense they sent you. the yes. traffic. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. We need to open this one now. Then we go this way. I got no cars coming this way. I can open this one. I don't know how it works. Pretty cool technology, but we figured that out. Several years ago, we figured that out. But there are still some dumb lights around where at 2 in the morning, I'll be sitting in the turn lane. <laughs> Yelling at the nobody light. Nobody in any direction for miles out in Piedmont. And I'm just waiting, you know. And I'm looking in my rearview mirror. I could probably go. There's probably you no police officer around. Sitting here. Just red, red. For minutes. I'm For minutes, I'm sitting there. And I'm contemplating breaking the law. TK, Do I run it? Because Do I run it? <laughs> but I don't. You know why I don't? 
because I've got a, respo- yeah. got a responsibility to uphold a higher moral character in this job, TJ. I can't be on the front page of the paper for running red lights, you understand. So I sit there patiently. I understand. But it is, I'm like, well, please, can we put a smart light in in this intersection? So I feel you, dog. I feel you. Like I said, a situation I should not find myself angry about, but... Every day on the drive home or this morning on the drive to work, I'm like, this dead gum light. Look at you. You're all stupid turning red. Now I got to go drive three more feet, and there's another light right there, and I got to wait on that one. I'll tell you something else that makes <laughs> uh, makes me mad. There's one light up by Mercy Hospital that's different than every other light. It's a red, red, yellow, green, but, like, it's shaded or something, and you can't tell. It's I, I'm sure this is intentional. You can't tell what color it is until you get, like, really close to it. You kind of have to be cautious yeah. as you're going through there and slow down a little. It's intentional to right, make you slow right. down, I guess. But it sounds like I think it's dangerous because I think there's some people that don't see red and just punch it. But you, I, I got to slow down. And when I get up on it, I go, oh, yeah, it was green. I didn't have to slow down. And it just makes me so irritable. I'm with you, TJ. Dadgum sometimes, traffic lights. It, sometimes I just want to ball my fist at the sky and yell. Get off my lawn, kids! That's exactly right. <laughs> traffic issues. Are we right, people? <laughs> what, a, what an opening segment. Spiders and traffic hey, lights. I'll flip this around and I'll turn. I'll bring some sun, sunshine into our day, okay? Uh, I had something very good happen to me yesterday, TJ. I, yesterday, purchased and ate part of my first watermelon of the season. How about that, Ooh, huh? Like a full watermelon? Like not even like pre-sliced or anything? No, 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 no. A full watermelon. Oh, how about that? I mean, I didn't eat the full watermelon. I ate a couple of slices out of it. But I, <laughs> I hope you bought a full, full watermelon. watermelon. And, man, it just put me in the put me in the mood, you know? Like it's it's springtime. It's summertime. The sun, warmer weather is here. Watermelons are out. Ugh. I was yelling, I was telling everybody yesterday, I got watermelon. I got a watermelon. <laughs> Love Just watermelon. D- dancing and doing spins through the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I love a watermelon. Like, don't you like when it gets warm outside, a healthy snack, like cold watermelon on a hot day, TJ? You mow the lawn, you're all sweaty and gross, and grab a slice of I, watermelon. It's one of those mm. things that I love watermelon, but... I don't buy it enough. Too much work. Too much work, I guess. But it's one of those things that I'm like, I'll be in the grocery store and I'll even say, mm, that watermelon looks delicious. But Here's I guess that's it. my thought process is, but boy, it'd be a lot of work. So I just leave the watermelon sitting there. But I love watermelon. Here's part of the reason I like watermelon. Because I am really good at slicing watermelon. It's a strength of mine. I learned a technique from the pioneer woman years ago. And I look forward to slicing up the watermelon. I get it. it. It is work. But I enjoy the work because I'm so good at it, TJ. I would say top five skills of mine, slicing a watermelon. Really? Yep. Yep. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I have not practiced enough to have that skill, so that's something I cannot share with you me. over the airwaves my technique. It is... Uh, what- I don't want everyone to know. I want to be known as the guy who's really good at slicing you watermelon. You are I don't want uh, everyone to be good at this skill. When you uh if and when you have grandkids, you will be the grandpa that that's something they'll remember about you. 
it's something what? I remember about one of my grandpas that he was really, oh, really? good at slicing watermelon. That sounds silly, but was that I always remember Beefall uh, was really good at slicing <laughs> watermelon, and I always remember. He'd go and, he's uh, a butcher. He's a butcher. Of course, he, was. he handles a knife well. Uh, he was, but I do remember as a kid always thinking, man, he's really good at slicing well, I hope watermelon. He cleaned that <laughs> knife off before he sliced the watermelon. It's gross. <laughs> hey, Pop, FIFA, why did I get salmonella from this uh, watermelon? Gross. <laughs> no, like, uh, there are, you know, my kids are very much unimpressed by everything I do for a living. But there are two things they desperately want passed down to them at some point, which I have re- been reluctant so far to pass down. One is the one card trick I know. It's a spectacular card <laughs> trick. That baffles them still to this day. To this day. I've shown them the card trick hundreds of times. They still cannot figure out how I do it. That's how good of a trick it is. And the other thing is my watermelon slicing technique. I don't let people watch me slice a watermelon. I don't want them to see how I do it because it is, I, again, I must give don't praise give up to your the pioneer secrets. woman. Don't give up your secrets. But I got to slice it. That was part of the joy, not just eating it, but slicing it up. And, man, it was good. Crisp and cold. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Summer 2022, I see you. I'm coming for you. All right, we're underway. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. Toby and TJ back with you. T-Row in the morning show this hour brought to you by Norman Regional Health System. Specialized professionals all across the Norman and Moore area. Norman Regional Health System here to serve all of South Central Oklahoma's healthcare needs. We've got the hospital, we've got the health plex serving you. I've got text here, or do we want to get to uh, questions I have about a mysterious email I received yesterday? Oh, I like the mysterious email idea. I'm not I sure. I want to do you... them all, so you can pick the order. Well, I'm not sure if you received this email too. This one was just sent to me, but it was addressed to both of us. I did. I don't remember seeing an email. But I'm curious as to why it was sent the way that it was and how the email starts. I'm not going to say this caller's name. It is a caller we both know. Okay. But I cannot figure out if this is a scam email. And if it's not a scam email, why it's it's got a link. So (laughs) if it's a scam email or if he's being very mysterious for a reason that I don't know why. So I won't read his name. TJ, so-and-so here. I'm using someone else's email so that I can't be tracked. No, don't click. <laughs> Which got my attention. Don't click, but then it gets personal about the show and some things. So I'm like, this is legitimate. Or the scammer's an actual listener. So when I read that first line, I'm thinking, oh, man, hmm. am I about to get some inside information on like the football program or something? Hmm. TJ, so-and-so here. I'm using someone else's email so that I may not be tracked. You and Toby have talked about <laughs> talked on air about cramps. And now you're getting in your late 40s. You regularly yell at people, get off my lawn. You don't want to partake in Gatorade and high-calorie drinks or trying to find a banana to carry around, etc. I have a truly perfect no-calorie, no-carb tip for you that works great. <laughs> then there's a link. Don't click it. I did not click it. 
Don't and he goes on link. to say, I ran across these 20 years ago. I've used them since. Very effective for low electrolyte induced cramps. Mow the yard, do workouts, blah, blah, blah. If you need anything, you replace your electrolytes. Tips on cramps from causes of other low electrolytes. Wait till you're in your 50s. Your bud, so and so. Do you have a way of contacting this person? They're probably listening right now. They're an everyday listener. All right. Well, <laughs> should we say that? Why name? the mystery around it? That, I don't want when when he's telling me he's sending it from an email so that he can't be tracked. I'm yeah, like, about? maybe he's a spy that we don't Is know. He works for the, the government that we don't know about, <laughs> and he's got these secret electrolyte pills that only you and I are supposed to know about. So I don't know. Damn boy, what an email! What an email! Mm. I really want to click that link, but I know better. I know better. Don't do it. I'll end up sending uh, forty grand to some Egyptian prince or something somewhere. <laughs> uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. A six-foot spider is nothing. Most have eight feet. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. All right. All right. Uh, man, Reggie Willis has brought the aggressiveness to OU. Pretty exciting. What this How about that? Says. They look huh. like uh, T.J. Perry's huh. Little League team. Huh. Arms spinning in the sixth inning last night, it appears. How rude piece. is that to pick on a team that you know has a terrible catcher that can't throw anyone out and you just keep running on him all day long? I can't, I can't, uh, I can't fault you. I mean, it was right out of the eleven-year-old playbook last night. They were running and gunning. They were going to lose that game until suddenly their uh, Skip looked at him, or Reggie looked at Skip and said, "Were you listening to the T Row in the morning show this morning?" <laughs> we're going TJ Perry philosophy why we, here. Why don't we try what the Norman Dodgers do? Go, 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 send go, everyone. go, go. Boom, you'll yeah. win the game. I did have a fascinating conversation with George Frazier before the game last night. We'll see if he calls in today or not. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure he took either of our side. There was one point where I thought, I didn't tell him who thought what. I just presented the argument on the show. I said, I should have called you today. And he started to answer the question, and I thought, he's taking my side. And then he kept answering the question, and I go, no, I think he's taking TJ's side. And then before we knew it, like he had a plan for a whole new t- a type of, mind, new, of league. Little League Baseball. <laughs> he was laying out his plan for how Little League Baseball should take That's place. And, uh, yeah, it was fascinating. Everybody's got ideas, I guess. Um, real watermelons won't be here until July, this texter says. <laughs> what are you eating? I don't know, I guess. <laughs> fake watermelon? Fake one, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I, I, I bet they get better as we go, but I feel like it tasted like a real watermelon. I don't think it was synthetic. You know, I've, I've talked about this before. I really want to go down to the uh, Watermelon Festival someday what, down at uh, Rush Springs. It's not too far. It's like an hour from here. Uh, I think that sounds like fun. I love watermelon, and a watermelon festival sounds like a good time to me. I think they've got like a 5K down there or something. Like I think it's a whole event that they have one weekend. Need to hit that I'm surprised sometime. that that's an event you haven't been to. It just seems yeah. like right up your alley. Oh, it is right up my alley. I, 
It might happen during baseball season. Let me see. I'll look it up. You go ahead and read another text. Let's see here. Bringing smiles to me and the other 10 original listeners since the beginning. Thank you. That's William the Innkeeper. Oh, thank you, William. Uh, can we move on to the food discussion and leave the traffic lights in the rearview mirror? Boomer. See you in Norman on Saturday. That's Casey Sooner. <laughs> thank you, Casey. I, I, we talked watermelon. That's first right. Segment. That's why. Uh, food talk? That's from 918 uh, Sooner. It's so. in August. It's in August. That's the problem. It's uh, This year, it's August 13th, which... Oh, you could do that. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, it just kind of depends on how the football schedule unfolds and everything, but maybe. Saturday, August 13th is this year's Rush Springs Watermelon Festival, if anybody wants to go with me. Uh, tell people to stop drunk emailing the show. This one's guessing that email was from Sean. It was not Sean. Um... <laughs> I, I wondered, too, as I was sitting there, I was like, if this is legitimate... Like, who's the guy he sent the email from? Like, why is that guy's email okay? <laughs> like, Dude, can I borrow your email account? <laughs> right. I've got to get some important I've information. I've got to send the uh, two radio hosts that I listen to host. in the morning about electrolyte <laughs> pills. <laughs> uh, this one may take a, a bit to answer. You may not have even have seen it uh, yesterday. I don't know. But they would like Toby's take on Cowherd's tweet yesterday. Clown axe. <laughs> um, I I feel bad for him. Uh, for a couple of reasons. One, I try to be a nice guy, and I hate it when. Someone is so psychologically intimidated that they can't do anything but think about you 24 hours a day. And obviously that's the case with Colin Cowherd. I wish he could get some help so that he could think about somebody else other than us. Uh, he is infatuated with Oklahoma. He is infatuated He's in with love Oklahoma. with Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. He's like a scorned lover that can't just can't move on. And uh, that's got to be a bad feeling to wake up every day saying, how can I get attention from Oklahoma today? What can I do to get attention from Oklahoma today? And he, so yesterday was another cry for help. I also feel bad for him because, like, he used to be like a legitimate host. Like, I enjoyed his show. Not that I always agreed with his opinions, but he would he would – have an entertaining show. He was a respected journalist. It was a very popular show in at ESPN, and then Fox paid him a lot of money, and then he went nuts. Like, he went out to California and got, like, a haircut and started acting silly, and now he's just... Clown acts. And that's kind of sad to watch. You know, it's like he's a... He's like he's flailing former talent who's just trying to somehow stay... Keep attention. So he says stupid things just to say, "Hey, look at look at that guy over here." Hoo, hoo. Yeah, look at so, me. I try hard not to bite. Every time he puts one of those out, I think of something scathing to say back to him, and then I say, "No, no, don't give him attention. That's just going to feed his." I saw Dusty couldn't resist. <laughs> Dusty couldn't resist, and then I'll give Colin credit. That was a pretty good comeback on his part when he was like, "I didn't understand it." Dusty and Danny in the morning, huh? 
or whatever he said. Like, kind what, of. What does that mean? I think he was taking a shot at that there was an actually a morning show uh, that he had never heard of. That he, it was like a. <laughs> it was a well, it was why a, he'd never heard of it? He said something about I need to listen or something. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It was. Uh, it, he gets himself into trouble when he does those things, and I think he thinks he's being funny, and then he loses the battle. Every time, because other people are smarter and funnier than he is, so I don't know why he keeps doing it. Clicks, that's why. He gets tons of response from it. Hmm. Yeah. So there you go. That's my opinion on uh, Colin Cowherd. Clown axe. Clown axe. We'll the Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Coach, first off, congratulations on the win tonight. I appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, it was a tough day to play for sure. I, I thought the difference, obviously, was the sixth inning tonight, and you guys just stacked great at-bat after great at-bat that inning. Yeah, I mean, we separated balls from strikes and uh, put some balls in play, which we needed to. How about Nicholas Andrews getting his first action for yeah, you tonight? I mean, the guy's been hurt, been throwing really good bullpens and uh, uh, running him out there in a good time, just hadn't had a good enough lead, just so he can get comfortable, you know. I mean, no different than in the last inning. You know, Jet goes two good hitters, and all of a sudden, you know, something happens, gets squeezed a pitch or whatever, and all of a sudden kind of loses focus instead of just getting to the next pitch. You got a lot of guys work tonight, too, out of that bullpen. Yeah, I mean, guys that uh, we needed to see in, in the moment, for sure, in a game. So it was really good. I mean, kind of knew that, you know, with Braden starting twice against him, kind of knew trying to get through the lineup one time. They knew what he was going to do to them. And, uh, uh, and so th- the biggest thing is try to get in there and get some guys some work. We've talked about this all year, but once again, the ability to answer back. They put up a three spot on you. You get right back out there and grab that momentum back with seven. Yeah, that was huge. I mean, our offense, when it starts rolling like that, it's really fun to watch. Way to go, Skip. Thank you. Sooners win last night 9-5 to five at Mitchell Park, 22-13 and 13 on the year now. Uh, they've taken both games from Wichita State this year. They get them one more time in Wichita late in the season, and now they get back into conference play this weekend and go on the road up to Kansas. Uh, TJ, did you... Watch or listen or see any of that game last listen night? Listen to uh, listen to you last night. Yes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Thoughts? Um. Well, it didn't look good for quite some time in that game, and then finally they battled back, tied it up, but then let West, uh, Wichita State, you know, take command again. And you're like, mm, just this may be the midweek that they drop here, and it just doesn't go their way. And after dropping that one over the weekend, I was uh. I can say I was a little bit nervous, and then they got things going in that sixth inning and kind of took control back and then uh, was able to close out the game. So it's the one thing about baseball, man. You just stick with it because it's a long game, and first half of a game may uh, not go your way, but stay positive and keep after it, and you can flip it around. And that's what they did. And they also yeah, used uh, base running to their advantage, and I appreciate that. Definitely did that. Definitely. Um, there are a few things this team has been really good at this year. Um, one is what we talked about there at the end. Many times lately, a team has put up not just one run, but a big number on them. And they've come right back the next at bat and answered. And that happened in a big way last night. Wichita State scored three, took a 5-2 to two lead. Very next half inning. Oh, you scored seven and never looked back. That's been a positive trait for them. 
feel like the opposite was kind of true last year, Tej, if I remember correctly. Oh, you would score and then immediately give it back. This year they've yes. been on the other side of that, which is a good thing. And another strength of this team has been late game offense. They've been a good offensive team all year. High batting average, steal a ton of bases, high on base percentage. They're number two in the league and on base percentage, number three in batting average going into last night. That could have changed more. It could have gone up. I don't know. But they have been best offensively late in games, and that's pretty abnormal. Uh, Usually you're going to face a team's best pitcher, bullpen guy, at the end of a game. Um, And so from the sixth and seventh innings on, OU's been really good this year offensively. Sometimes they'll kind of be asleep for three or four innings, and then, yeah. bam, and that's exactly what well, happened last That's what time. happened. And that sixth inning, uh, I keep teasing you about the base running, but they did a little bit of everything. I mean, they, they hit the ball. They were patient and got walks. They stole bases. Um, it just kind of – they got it rolling, and, you know, you can really get in a team's head, and that's what they did in that sixth inning. They did a lot of things right. Yeah, um, they were already in Wichita State's head from the first meeting. When they stole 11 bases. Well, that maybe that's probably true. Wichita yes. State showed up jittery last night. <laughs> right. PTSD. And they didn't have any stolen bases until that bottom of the sixth inning. And then they just ran wild on them. And uh, there were errors. There were stolen bases. There were wild pitches. It was just an all-around collapse. I know you hit the ball, too. Right. Um. But that's a good trait. I mean, you really do feel like this team feels that they're not out of a game. Like, many times this year they have fallen behind. Sometimes by multiple runs going into the latter innings and won it. Uh, no. Last night it was only They the definitely sixth. battle. They definitely battle. There's no mm-hmm. – you, you can't say that about this team. Um, they fight and they fight to the end on games. They may end up losing one, but they battle in games. Blake Robertson had a tremendous at-bat when they were still down. I think it was still 5-2 to two in that sixth inning. It was an 11-pitch at-bat, just foul ball after foul ball after foul ball, and he finally worked the walk. And then the very next pitch, Diego drives in a couple of runs, and boom. So good win. Wichita State's not a great team. Got to beat them. One of those games where even if you win, your RPI slips a little bit, but if you lose, it slips a lot. So you got to win it. Still trying to uh, pile up. W's, so you can try to get past 30 in the win column. Uh, trying to start a win streak here. You've won now in this stretch post the stretch of death. Uh, since they've started playing, you know, 11 straight games against beatable teams, teams that aren't ranked, they're 3-1. and one. Uh, So need to win 8 or 9 of these 11 games, and they're off to a 3-1 and one start. So Kansas this weekend, then at ORU, then Kansas State, who, by the way, is looking pretty good right now. They uh, won again last night. Boy, last night was a weird night in the Big 12, TJ. Uh, Yeah, I heard some of those updates you were giving. It sounded like it. OSU got beat by ORU and gave up 15 runs. 
New Mexico walks off Texas Tech in Albuquerque with a four-run bottom of the ninth. How about that? How about that? Texas Tech has lost five straight games now. You think uh, Tadlock's job's in trouble? It's got to be at this point. No, they would have lost 15 straight games if not for the brilliant <laughs> coaching of Tim Tadlock. Sorry. Come on. Uh, probably he was trying to teach his team a lesson last night. There's probably a deeper <laughs> meaning to that loss. They, he probably they could have won. He just let it go it. slip away at the end, yeah. Right, right. Uh, so Tech loses. OSU loses. Texas got pounded by the Air Force in Austin, 14-2. to Remember that Air Force team OU played twice in the midweek a while back. Um, so... Bizarre night, odd night where three of the conference's big boys, Texas, Texas Tech, and OSU all lose to, you know, mid-major teams. In the case of New Mexico and Air Force, I believe teams are losing records. I think ORU's got a winning record. But still, games in which they were heavily favored, they fall in. Sooners avoid the trap with a win over Wichita State. 649, we'll be back. T-Row and TJ, they cold. This is the T-Row in the Morning Show. Norman Regional Health System brings you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show. They would approve of my healthy mixed fruit double helping I've had so far uh, breakfast. Wow. Is it with a yogurt or just the fruit by itself? Just a, a big, uh, this is courtesy of, uh, I kind of got to give thanks to the uh, OU Women's Gymnastics team because they had uh, a... Boss lady did the big spread for him yesterday for coming in, and there was a yeah. giant fruit tray like left over, like mixed fruit. And I put it in the fridge okay. yesterday before I left, and I said, "It's my breakfast tomorrow, so it's been delicious." So, Norman did Regional we, doctors approved, I'm sure. Yesterday go well. It went great. It went great. Uh, all the coaches, like all the great. girls uh, did an awesome job. So I think they all had a lot of fun. They were uh, kind of getting a kick out of the the red carpet being rolled out here, and there were <laughs> balloons. And they bring the trophy with them. Uh, no, not this time. They have before in the past, but I don't think it was here. If it was, I didn't see it, so I don't think so. I don't think so, but, uh, all in a great a very mood, cool obviously. Day. Yeah. Very cool show. Yeah, big thanks to them for coming out, and, uh, a lot of fun. A lot of fun yesterday. Uh, that's up on the podcast, if you missed it, all three, first three hours, well, two and a half oh, hours. Oh, our new softball podcast, or our new, uh, gymnastics podcast debut <laughs> No, just the plank hours are up with the, with oh, the, okay. with the girls on the softball. I got you. Well, they, uh, not the softball, the gymnastics team. And to the guy at the gym who doesn't know what headphones are, you disturbed hmm. my wife so much with your loud music, she had to turn away and play her own music. She had to leave the T-Row in the morning show because your music was drowning out our talk. Today? Jerk. Yes, today. Right now. He's in the gym playing music through his phone or something without headphones. Come on, dude. Come on, dude. That's a foul. Gym etiquette. That's a gym, gym foul. Yes. Absolutely Nobody's allowed rude. to play music out loud at the gym. Come on. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. Good morning, Toby and Timmy. No traffic here. Everyone of uh, the reasons I live just ranching here in Fitztown. Boy, that sounds that? good. I want to live out on a ranch with no traffic. No joke. You know, but he's standing uh, out Willis. there by a barbed wire fence, drinking some coffee, looking out at his cattle. 
Man. Reggie Willits has a ranch out somewhere in I the hear. country, That's and I'm I hear, jealous. Yeah. I want to go visit it someday. Sure, he'd let you spend the night. Maybe be a ranch hand on a yet. Saturday morning. I don't think we're there yet as <laughs> no, a, in a yet. relationship. Made some ground up yesterday. We talked a lot of Yankees media coverage yesterday. I feel like I uh, I was able to get a little. We I worked on our relationship a little bit, but not to the point yet where I could be invited to the ranch. <laughs> You're still working on an invite to the lake house, and you've known me for almost yeah, 20 years. I'm not, so, yeah. I'm, I'm not very good at working my way into people's hearts. <laughs> uh, Rush, I think you already had looked this up, but uh, someone letting you know Rush Springs second Saturday in August. The melons there you, go. you are eating right now are from Mexico. <laughs> okay. What's wrong with that? I don't know. Uh, someone you tried know, to send me some type of voice recording. Whatever this is you send, it's not working, so... Oh, wait. Luna had her... There's a text up above it. Luna had her first watermelon of the year, too. It's her favorite thing. Have a good day. Boomer Sooner, Air Force Joe. Is this the kind of thing that people are snotty about, snooty about? Like, I don't eat my watermelons until well, July because those are real rush springs. Is that the... I remember... I'm supposed to avoid early watermelons or something? I remember at one point... This has been a while. I mentioned about eating a apple or something on the air for a part of my breakfast and someone texted into the show and said apples aren't in season <laughs> <laughs> and so i said something about it on the air so they sent this chart this picture of this apple chart of when Nicaragua. i'm supposed to yeah when i'm supposed to be eating apples <laughs> it's like, sorry oh, dude man. it tasted so, like an we, apple can somebody please send us the fruit calendar so we could know when it's okay to eat what fruit <laughs> I just, I'm stupid. I go to the grocery store. They got a fruit. It's there. I eat it. It's there. It looks yeah, good. I don't yeah. know. I didn't know there's a f official fruit calendar. Please send it to us. Top of the hour, 7 o'clock. We'll be back.